listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Let's start with the Steelers, but you know, I think this story of Lamar is fascinating, especially compared to some of the other young quarterbacks. Yeah, and it was the Pittsburgh Steelers who stayed undefeated yesterday, a game that had a lot of interest from a couple of members on this show, and it was Pittsburgh 28-24 on the road in Baltimore. Okay, now here's the question. You know, kind of in Zen they say, if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, did it really fall? The ancillary, the flip side of that is, if you know someone's going to say something, do they even need to say it? So I'm going to ask Steve Fezzik about the game, but I, I expect, and try to be succinct, Steve, I expect we're going to hear something about turnovers and yards. <laughs> Steve, what did you think of the game? Baltimore won on the line of scrimmage. They won by over 200 yards, but, <laughs> but I'm not going to take this as a bad beat because oh. Lamar Jackson... Those turnovers directly attributable to him, he was bad. And he's been bad in big games. And I tell you what, if they replayed this game, I don't think I would have bet on Baltimore again because of it. Wow. Now, here's the question. If I didn't set you up that way, would this have been the answer? Well, you I would have spent a lot more time whinging. I was anticipating the setup, actually. <laughs> so, I got that one right. Uh-oh, uh-oh. All right. Here's the thing, though. Let's say this game, you know, they play Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh. Let's say that we just flip home fields. We flip it four. So that, or, uh, yeah, I, let's call it three, maybe. We'll flip it. We're one and a half per side. So let's call it pick them. The game's pick them next week, hypothetically, in Pittsburgh. Do you bet Baltimore? No, I'm going to pass. And why is that? Because I saw the entire game, and I never had any confidence in Baltimore throughout. From the very first series, when Lamar Jackson threw a beyond curious pick six to start the game, all the way to the end of the game. Curious? You mean like you think he's fixing games? No. Or curious as in you can't comprehend how he did it? I can't comprehend. With your extensive quarterback experience. I can't comprehend how he could just give Pittsburgh that 7-0 lead. And then fast forward to the end of the game, RJ. Everyone knows Lamar Jackson's going to run the ball. And what is he doing? You know what's funny? You sound like a radio guy I heard this morning. (laughs) Jonas, this is so interesting. We're straight out of Vegas on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. In the same breath, Fezzik and this dude also said, I can't remember who it was, but it was like this. Well, come on now. We can't have Lamar throwing the ball. He can't throw the ball. Breath one, breath two. But you know, late when he ran, they knew he was going <laughs> to run. So I'm confused. Like, are you supposed to then accept the fact you're going to run no matter what and they know it? And thus, you can get rid of the interceptions? Or do you have to even, or not even things out, but you got to have some variety but that means you got to throw sometimes. Which one is it? Either way, you're compromised. <laughs> exactly. I mean, isn't that funny, Jonas? The way that they could be critical in the same breath about both angles, like doing it one way or doing it the other is both wrong. Yeah, I mean, I've found myself in those spots before where you say something, and then right in the middle of it, you go, well, that doesn't make much sense. And, uh, it's, better just to, it, it's better just to own it. You know, I just well, own it on the Yeah, air, well, I'd like to see some people do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... We got some stats on Lamar in the big games. And uh, let's just say everyone that's got a stake in this is going to be interested in the stats. It's not good for Lamar. But generally, what did you take away from the game, Jonas? 
It's the same old, there's one path to victory for the Lamar Jackson Baltimore Ravens, and it's not him trying to come back from behind and win a game throwing it. And if they're they're a front-running team, they'll be able to win a lot of games while he's in Baltimore. He's a franchise quarterback. I just don't know if they'll be able to win the game because I don't think their offense is capable of it. So front running, sometimes that usage implies someone who's on the bandwagon when everything's going well, he's raw, raw, and then when things go bad, they leave. But you mean more that the game state, when they're ahead, yeah. allows them to not have to pass. Them in the lead and their ability to run the ball. Pittsburgh's got the second best run defense in the league coming into this, and Baltimore ran down their throats. Baltimore had their way with Pittsburgh throughout majority of that game. But then why when wouldn't the game... they just? Why wouldn't they keep running? The only... I think. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I just I think they're trying to develop him as a passer, but the problem is they're trying to do it in real time during games that count, and there is no preseason or anything else to do this with, so they're trying to do it in games that count, and unfortunately it cost him yesterday. And, and I think that's what isn't fully understood, is the only reason the Ravens are able to run that well is the threat of the pass. If we knew for a fact, oh, they were going to pass you know, nine times and that's it, there's no way the Steelers would have given up that many yards. It's the Steelers are saying, okay, we're going to try to stop the run, no doubt, but we're not going to make a full commitment to stop the run because if we did, even Lamar is going to be able to throw on us. So we're going to wait. Get your six yards of carry. Now, obviously, they'd rather stop them, but they, they didn't commit Pittsburgh to a full effort to stop because they know that – because Baltimore's in a position where they're throwing enough that the hope is Lamar will make enough mistakes, right? Because (laughs) otherwise, if you didn't have to worry about the pass, Pittsburgh could at least do better at stopping the run. Now, if Baltimore just went in and said, screw it, we're going to be like Army, Navy, we're just going to run, 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 could they win? Maybe. But then Pittsburgh would react and then have more guys in the box, simplistically. And I don't know what would happen. What we know is when Baltimore has to, or keeps the threat of the throw in the game, it makes it easier to run for Baltimore, but it makes it precarious to pass. And Baltimore did go Army-Navy on their final drive. They did not throw one pass on their final drive as they drove down the field. Oh, you wanted them to pass the last play down there with the, <laughs> it, it, al- it, it almost was like when it was third and two, it, deep in the red zone, it was like, all right, Pittsburgh has three middle linebackers. They saw it coming, and there was no chance, and yet Jackson ran up straight up two straight times. That's Steve Fezzik, professional sports batter. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. Here are the stats Now, we could do this subjectively, but rather we do it objectively. And here's the objective criteria of these games from Lamar. Playoff games or games in which Ravens were not favored by more than four points. So any game they were an underdog, any playoff game, any game they were just a small favorite, four or less. There's been 12 of them. And here's his stats in his career as a starter. 16 completions, 29 attempts on average. That's 56% completion. Now, if this were 1972, Joe Namath would be jealous of these, but not in the era of 70% completions. 187 yards per game, 
Yards per attempt. Now, in theory, if you're running the ball a lot, you should have a high yards per attempt because you're going to have some bombs. You're going to. Mm. The NFL average is around seven and a half yards per attempt. Lamar Jackson in competitive games, a full yard less. Six and a half yards per attempt compared to seven and a half is average. And the totals for touchdowns, 16. Interceptions, eight. That's not so bad, but five lost fumbles. So if you add in the turnovers, 13 turnovers, 16 touchdowns. His average passer rating, 83 in these games. Lamar Jackson is significantly a below average quarterback in these games. We didn't just look for his bad performances. This included a dominating performance against the Rams. Or check that against Seattle. Remember, he they went into Seattle last year hmm. and just dominated. This is objectively playoff games and games that they're not a big favorite in. Jonas, these numbers, we didn't go over them. What was your impression? I look at Lamar Jackson, and my my thought on Baltimore is this. When they look at him, do they feel like they have a Super Bowl-winning quarterback? And I don't know that they feel that way. I think they've taken a step back this year. I think their record is a little bit foolish. I I liked Baltimore in this game, but it's clear that the progression that we thought we were going to see from Lamar making it another year and another opportunity to get better, he just hasn't. And that's the alarming part. You expected him to take a jump like Josh Allen did early on, and he's regressed since. Lamar just hasn't taken that jump. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been in the zone and right now on pregame.com, they are a 13-point favorite at the Giants on Monday night. Would you recommend that, Jonas, to the kids wanting to be you one day? Is like to do the little smooth transit. Speaking of, you know, like, <laughs> uh, speaking of smooth transitions, Fez, allow me to transition. Now, you you like the game. And you like a prop. Let's start with the game. Yeah, so I like the New York Giants plus 13. The look-ahead line on this game last week was 8.5. What What was the world opener? 10. Oh, okay. So what has happened during the past week for there to be, what, a a 4.5-point line move on this game? Well, Tampa Bay played very well in the fourth quarter against the Raiders. Well, first off, they played very well. Right, because if you do very well, like let's say a team like the Chargers, they did very well for the first three quarters (laughs) and didn't at the end. Which one would you rather be? So I know to make your case, you always like to divvy things up. Let's just say they played very well. They played very well, one by twenty-five. That seems good. But the Giants (laughs) played well as well against the Eagles in a game that they had a double-digit lead. They lose by one. Could have gone either way. Losers lose. Losers lose. So, why is this line adjusted four and a half points? My power rating. Well, let's be candid. You could adjust it one. Yes. Let's say you give Tampa Bay a plus one, and I don't give teams that lose like upgrades. I just think that's, there's a reason they lost. So, let's say the Giants stay the same. So, net net, you can say relatively between these teams, Tampa's gained a point. But you're saying the line is adjusted. How much? Four and a half points. All right. So that three and a half is where the potential value is. Exactly right. My power ratings make the game 10. So now that it's at 13, solid value. And by the way, I think the spot's bad for Tampa. They got a showdown with the Saints Mm. next Sunday. I'll tell you this. It could be. If this wasn't Monday night, I'd like the Giants. Tom Brady, is. this might be his last rodeo, meaning where he is the darling of the league. 
I mean, there were some skeptics of Brady. Let me think. Steve Fezzik, for example, had him, what, number 19 entering the year? I did. Okay, where's he at now? He's at number 11. You're high. You really believe <laughs> there's 10 quarterbacks playing better right now than Tom Brady? Yes. You don't believe that. You don't. Name them. Name the 10. Murray, number 10. Josh Allen, 9. No, Carr, you don't have eight. to give us a countdown. Give us the... Go ahead. Murray's playing better than Brady. Okay. You're, you're, I'm going to stop it right there. On Wednesday... We're do- you got an assignment, mm-hmm. all right? And if you if you get it, if you lose the crossfire, your mic's off for an entire segment on Wednesday. So the, in the B block, we're gonna do. You get to make your case that Murray's better than Brady, and I and we don't count any Monday night action. As of now, and if you win, you get free mic use. I haven't won a crossfire since July. Well, then I would get studying. Here's another uh, something in favor of Tom Brady. Motivation going against the Giants, who he still remembers, beat him in those two Super Bowls. And also, Drew Brees just passed him yesterday on the all-time touchdown passing list with 560. Brady's got 559. You know they're going to want to take back that record. Oh, now that's the fans' perspective right there. (laughs) So on Wednesday... uh, you know, we'll say 620 or so, heads up. And if you're wrong, you're just mics off until the last segment. No big deal. You're just sitting here mute. You've got a prop <laughs> bet. 30 seconds. Gronk over 46 and a half reception yards. His season average is only 40. So why am I going over 46 and a half? Because it's Monday Night Football. Because usage has gone up. Gronk is averaging 64 the last three games he and Brady are clicking lately. I tell you, tomorrow should be good. But Wednesday, after he gets beat, he's going to sound like this, Jonas. <laughs> But you could you won't be able to hear him. And Fez doesn't like not to be heard. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, RJ, Straight Out of Vegas has been brought to you by the Breeders' Cup this coming weekend, this Friday and Saturday. It's the world's best thoroughbreds. We'll compete in 14 exhilarating races worth $31 million in purses and awards at the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. Awesome. Great stuff, Jonas. And tomorrow should be fun. We're going to record Fez on some of his other points of this weekend he didn't get so he can sit by the pool tomorrow and we'll still have the info. <laughs>